You've got questions. We've got all the answers when it comes to sex and more. This is the A to Z of sex with Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. Every week, we pick a series of topics that you've been wanting to know about. It's an encyclopedia of sex, intimacy, relationships, and so much more than that. Let's get things started. Now, here's your host, Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the A to Z of sex with me, Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. I'm a sex and intimacy coach and a psychologist, and I've spent the last 33 years helping people to create and maintain meaningful relationships that have sizzling sex without shame. We are working our way through the erotic alphabet one letter at a time, and we're at the end of the alphabet again. Today, the letter is Z, and Z is for Zoom and relationships and sex. Now, I know we've done Zoom sex before, but I had the opportunity to do this one a little differently with two amazing people. So, joining me today are the hosts from Good Sex, Bad Sex podcast, which is a sex podcast from metro.co.uk. Um, it's done by Miranda Kane and B.B. Lynch, and they have been in conversation with sex perts, sex haters, and sex mothers. Good cop, bad cop, but with more handcuff action. The Guardian, Miranda Sawyer, loves them and says, ex-sex worker Miranda Kane and professional prude B.B. Lynch discuss sexual matters in an upbeat fashion with lots of laughs and teasing each other about their different attitudes as they uncover a wide variety of sexual kinks and persuasions. We've heard from an erotic wrestler, from a thruple, and from a sugar baby, but good sex, bad sex is also unafraid to discuss the lack of sex, erectile dysfunction, and awkwardness about getting naked, informative and fun. They have had the spunkiest of guests from Belle du Jour to Phil Nickel, don't mention the broken cock, to a tech dom to a slave called Chicken Boy. And they are the queens of TMI and DIY. Neither of them have had sex since they started podcasting about sex. So do join them for laughs and revelations and amazing surprise guests. You can find their podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, and other popular podcast platforms. And it is produced by Juliet Nichols. So I'm going to tell you, B.B. Lynch, or B.B. Bernadette Lynch, is a writer, is written for The Guardian, Stella, Sunday Times Magazine, and on Toilet Walls, and a broadcaster, Soho Radio, BBC Radio London, BBC Sussex, and BBC Surrey. Short, freckly, Pisces, Virgo rising, and writing her first book, um, which actually means spending all her time abusing people on Twitter. Miranda was a plus-size sex worker for seven years and is now an award-nominated comedian who has traveled the UK and Australia performing stand-up comedy about her experiences. She recently wrote and performed in the sitcom Slaving Away for Audible.com. If you haven't checked out Slaving Away, you need to. Oh, my God. It is wonderful. So I'm going to welcome both of them to the show. So I was, um, one of the reasons I thought it was great to do this show is because this is what we do all day, every day now, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, just chat on our screens. Yeah. And, yep. and so um, I've done one on Zoom sex, but that was a kind of weird one. Um, and so I want to talk about it the longer this goes on. How do you guys feel like this impacts relationships, all kinds of relationships? Mary, do you want to go first? Yeah. Um, okay. So I found two very different things. And this sort of ties in with good sex, bad sex, in that it's allowed us to talk to so many more people than we ever would have thought possible. Um, because it's not just us, like, 
I'm a big podcast fan myself. So whenever I listen to podcasts and they've had people via Zoom, the technology just hasn't been there to make it a comfortable listen. But we've had it now for nine months. So people are investing in proper microphones. They're investing, Zoom is investing in making their platform easier to use for everyone. So it's now so much easier for us to talk to people and for people to hear it on a podcast, they're, they're, they're used to listening to people talking to guests via a Zoom link now, which makes it a lot easier for us um, to connect to our listeners because they're they're expecting it. And also on a personal level, like I can talk to my friends a lot more. I can talk to people who are in different parts of the world and different parts of the country. Um, it's a little bit safer for us to meet up for a drink because I live in London and that can be a bit of a pain in the ass to get on a in a taxi home or you know catch last tube or something and sometimes you just think oh god I can't really be bothered but when you're just having a drink in your pajamas over zoom it just makes it so much nicer and and easier to to chat to people and again like I said because we're in this this shared environment that everyone's doing it that makes it so much less unusual and, and yeah. not quite as weird as it would have been, you know, to not meet up in person. So, Bibi, what do you think? Do you do you mean um, in terms of just general communication or how it will impact on sex long term? Both. I mean, you Both. know what? You know, I, I mean, I think I think one runs into the other is my experience. <laughs> <laughs> that's not that's, ours. <laughs> that's because you've got a good connection. Yeah. Um, I think I'm ambivalent about Zoom. I think it's really I think it's it, so if we're talking like just kind of getting us through the pandemic and just kind of like um, in touch with friends and stuff. It's you know, it's better than not seeing people. It's better than not seeing people in real life. And it's kind of and it, you know, it has caught. It has given us the treat of people being caught having sex during meetings, <laughs> which can never be undervalued or underestimated. And I think, and I think also, it's afforded people a way to have sex. You know, but I kind of personally don't like it because it kind of reminds me of what I'm missing too much, and I find it really intrusive. I find it. Oh, it's my just pussy. I find it. I find it a bit intrusive, and I and I kind of. You know, in terms of our work, it's been much less fun, hasn't it? It's great. It's given us great access to people like you. But we, there's just something, there is that disconnect. There's just something that's different with it. And also, my face looks bloody awful on Zoom. So I've had to, (laughs) it's kind of set me back years in terms of, of confidence. But the way I think it will affect sex and relationships is, Mary and I interviewed um, Ian and Shasta, Mm, from yeah. Seven Star Love, and they were talking about. Um, well, I'm not going to be able to say it. Neither of us could say it on the podcast. Non ejaculatory orgasms. Oh, for okay. Men. So they're talking. So they're talking about when when men withhold their. Yeah. So they don't. Okay, let's put it in English. They don't come. Yeah. In terms of shooting out anything. Yeah. Not, well, not quickly. Not yeah. quickly. Not quickly. Well, well, yeah, Montagia was, was the one who, who originally talked about ah. it. But what was interesting about what they said, and I think this ties in, is like, I think what Zoom has done has afforded different kind of sex for people during what's yes. going on. And and I think when we come out of that, do we want that kind of um, real fast food Zoom sex, you know, or do we want what they're talking about, which is like something that really affords an intimacy and a real connection? And I kind of think... 
I think we're going to have both. I think I think that you know, well, it, online sex has gone on forever anyway, um, but I think it will carry on. But I think as well, I think people will really crave. I don't even remember what it feels like to hold someone's hand. Well, that's the thing. I mean, you know, so there's there is this sort of skin starvation going on yeah. for lots of people. And I, I mean, I, none of us are getting that. Well, and I mean, I have a husband in the house. It was one of the interesting things, one of the interesting conversations with non-monogamous people, which we are, is that people seem to think that we're not suffering because we live with a partner. But they don't, you know, a hug from him is not the same as a hug from DK or, or a hug from um Shakira and Layla or a hug from John or a hug yeah. from, right? Or, They're or different. Just a, hug, just a hug from a friend. You don't yeah, need right. to be. But, no. but people think that, that you don't miss your other partners mm. and that you're not starved for them as well. And it's like most of us have more, polyamorous folk have more, more than one serious relationship. Yeah. So it doesn't make up for it by having one person there. Yeah. At the same time, I feel blessed that I actually have physical contact, not only with my husband, but I get hugs from my son who's 18, you know, yeah. it's like, and I've got my dogs. And so <laughs> I think I'm probably not quite so starved as the, the people that I know who are living on their own. But it's also, oh, like, uh, sorry, baby. No, go on. No, you go on. I was going to go on to something else. So. Oh, I'm hating it. And yeah. especially this time, because there's no end day and it's driving me. I'm hating it. Yeah. I really, really hate it. And I hate not having, like I say, you know, I don't, I can't even remember what it feels like to hold someone's hand. So I think going forward with sex, I'm wondering if actually we're going to go back to basics a little bit rather than employ the tech and all the kind of smart tech where you can like, you know, have sex with your partner who's not even in the rooms you and all that's brilliant and that's great and that'll never go away. But I do think there's going to be something like a kind of going back to the old school kind of prick tease <laughs> and kind of, you know, just kind of like footsie under a table and just the kind, do you know what I mean? The kind of courting because that's a real basic thing that's just gone because it's because if you're going to have sex, you're going to meet someone online then you're going to start fucking them online. There's definitely, um, you know, it's, it's kind of what Inge and Chester were saying to us, Mary, which is that kind of like, you're, you're not using someone in a bad way, but they're, you know, it's an interim means and it's a different kind of relationship and, and um, fulfilment that I think we might be craving when this is all over. But I quite like how you, BB, <laughs> went into, oh, yeah, you know, we'll go back to basics and do a bit of footsie under the table. I immediately thought, oh, there's going to be a rise in swinging clubs. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm not. And there is. There is. Miranda, you're right. Yeah. I'm sorry, you're right. I mean, there is going to be a rise in people wanting to try things out. Yeah. Um, yeah I think people, it's the other way. That's I, I know. I also, no, I think you're both right. I mean, that's the thing. I think both things are going to happen. I think you're going to get a lot of um, kind of old fashioned courting going on in certain circumstances. And then in others, you're going to get people desperate to try new things. Yeah. I think particularly the couples who have been locked in the house together, yeah. who are never, were never intending on being locked in the house together. I have clients who, <laughs> I have clients who decided to to shelter together or to shield together because they didn't want to be separate, but they didn't live with each other and they never intended on actually living with each other. And so listening to them talk yeah. about what it has been like, you know, one, one, one couple are going to like live together forever. That was it. But mm. the other two are like, I never want to live with you. 
(laughs) (laughs) So it's been a real test for people. Some people that I know have like gotten engaged because they spent lockdown. Really? Yeah. But I was going to say on the, um, and also on the topic of couples, couples living together, I've found it really interesting what people are like on Zoom because their partner is still in the same house still in the same uh-huh, flat that's there's, funny. there's not actually privacy there so me and um a really good friend of mine she lives with her husband but our chats have not been the same as they would have been without her husband like he'll butt in do you know what i mean they'll be like bits <laughs> where, and i'm just like fuck off <laughs> hey, I'm, 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 I'm lucky i am fucking lucky because he really for the most part leaves me the fuck alone when oh. i have i have one friend who yeah. I would not have actually spoken to this often because we used to kind of be lazy about it. And so we would talk a lot when we were together, which was a few times a year. Now, I don't think we'll ever give up the weekly chats because we just just love it. We spend an hour to two hours a week and it's, it's not only good support, but it's fun. But for the most part, I mean, her other will her sir will come in and out occasionally and mine, but mine will like, unless I've asked for food, will leave us the fuck alone. So we can actually have whatever we want. We can sit here and and, and say, but that's because I'm a therapist and they're used to having to leave me alone. So they don't distinguish between she's talking to her friend and she's talking to a client. They're used to having to stay out the way. And I think that's why. Otherwise, I otherwise I know ever, uh, lots of people I talk to, and like the other person comes walking through the the. Fr- it's like, fuck off! We're trying yeah. to have a chat. Yeah, and I only noticed it because we had an actual face-to-face um, chat the other day, and it was like, God, this is so much different. Like, I know you you think that this is actually the same kind of conversation we would be having, but and even if it's not him sort of coming in and out, it's it's still like you know you're aware that that other person can hear you. So it's yeah, like, are you feeling more more inhibited by it rather yeah, than her? Yeah, I feel inhibited. I don't know whether she feels, but I know that the conversation was a lot different mm. than like we we were doing like bitching about him but we do sort of like playful bitching about it but there were times when it was just like <laughs> god you know let's just have a proper you know woman to woman chat about stuff and mm. it, yeah so it's it's just I don't know it's like I start this conversation I start this conversation going how great it was and now I'm like hey, yeah exactly see I'm, I'm right so I right. knew I was right I, it's, 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 I think it's both I mean yeah. I think that- I think that a lot of relationships have increased in intimacy because of Zoom because they can't have the level of physicality that they normally would. So they've had to be creative. They've actually, you know, there are people who are talking far more than they ever would have talked and talking about sex far more than they ever would have talked. So by the time they have physical sex, they're going to have better sex because they've actually talked about what they desire. And, you know, I spend half my time trying to get people to actually have a conversation about that before trying to fuck the person. Like, this is really really interesting and you're you're totally right it's kind of it's like it's the most delicious slow burn isn't it yeah you know and in a way exactly that you know if you're meeting i mean miranda meets people are you still doing craigslist miranda (laughs) when when miranda meets people but you know it's like if if it who was someone was saying this the other night that if it's if it's kind of like just a quick chat, chit, you know, oh, should we go for a drink? And then it's like you're it's kind of the, the expected, the rules are kind of there's an expected, um, you know, way pattern it happens. And um, this is kind of a strong art. So, yeah, I love yeah. that about it. But well, again, that's it. it's it's the heterosexual. That's the typical heterosexual pattern. The typical heterosexual yeah. pattern is 
you have sex before you actually talk about sex. And yes. if you're if you're kinky, you can be heterosexual and kinky and you and that's not your pattern. Or if you are not heterosexual, you actually tend to chat more unless you're gay and you're going to glory holes. So you're not right. That's different. <laughs> yeah. um, but you tend to actually talk about what you want because you don't know if the person's going to match up with what you want. That's yeah. so clever. So like you actually like I don't actually have sex with anybody until I've had a chat with them about what I'm into. Oh my god! Ever? What, what do you do? So do you sit there and just go and do you, do you take notes? I mean, how do you do it? <laughs> well, sometimes people take notes. I mean, you know, sometimes people have, you know, I, I, you know, it, particularly anal pin. Usually, those are people I decide I'm not going to sleep with. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and you, just if you can't actually remember the three or four things I said on it too. Yeah, you got to take notes. We're probably not compatible. But I know. Yeah, I mean, you actually sit down and you have to get good at talking about what you want, especially if your stuff is freaky and mine is. Um, so it's like I will. I say, you know, what are you into? I mean, before they even meet me, they know that I'm submissive, and in sex, I'm always submissive. So if you're also submissive, the the, the most ridiculous thing is watching two submissive people try and initiate. You go first. No, you, no, no, you go. It was just ridiculous. There was there was there's there's a person that I, I fancy the pants off of, but we can never get it on unless unless there's a third party. <laughs> uh, because we never managed to do anything other than kiss, and that required like a lot of effort. Because both of us will wait for the other one. It's just it's just <laughs> but it's just how it is. It's like neither of us feels comfortable. Yeah. And once you started, you're fine. But before you start, you don't feel comfortable. You're all post so that f- postman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> you must crochet that on um, for a, a couple of next year. Embroidery. Yeah. That's Embroidery. That's of, perfect. A bit of um, stitch. What's, what's <laughs> um, the word? I can't remember. But I was. Um, Sorry. Go on, doll. Because the other thing is about like talking to people online is you've got to actually judge. Is it worth it? Is it worth me to catch COVID for this dick? Is it? (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. But I ask as a therapist, I mean, I'm very blunt as a a coach and as a therapist. And I do actually ask people that. It's like, is that dick going to be worth it? Yeah, right? you're gonna you're leaving the house. You know nothing about this person and what they're doing. You only know what they've told you. You haven't had a chance to actually get a real feel for them yet. Yeah. Is that dick worth catching COVID for? Yeah, and then you know you get these things like it's like so. Listen to the boys who are like, I said, like, look, think of it as that. What is that dick worth catching AIDS for? Right? It, it's the same thing, right? Yeah. You know, and it's like. Uh, uh, and some people just go out and do it. And I mean, I'm no judgment. If that's what you want to do, I'm going to help you be as safe as you can be. Mm. It's your choice. But I will ask the question. Mm. And there are loads of people doing it. I mean, I don't know, you know, the Swingers Convention, Nadia in New Orleans God. went ahead this year. No. Yeah, it did. It did. And all really? of us were like, up. Now, they usually have thousands of people. They only had like 200 people. But we were still sitting there going, what the fuck? Well, see, what is wrong with you? Why would you do that? They were talking about being socially distanced. I'm like, okay, there is no such thing as social distance when you're fucking. How do you socially distance fuck? Yeah, we're we're a house of no judgment, but I am totally judging that. I really, I did too. I have to admit, I did too. I was like, I judged the organizers, not the people who came. I judged the organizers for not having the common sense to say, you know, we're gonna 
pause and we're going to do it again next year, but we can't do it this year because we can't, you can't socially distance. Yeah. I don't know how people did that. This whole libido thing, this lockdown libido. I've just been to, I've just had a lot of fun in the bank, Mary. Talk about that later. <laughs> just been to the bank and it's like, it, you know, everyone's moving out of the way, you know, to actually kind of fuck someone. <laughs> someone new I, I genuinely don't know how someone would do it in you know IRL because it's 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 it just feels the, the everything feels so oppressive right now everything feels horrible and it's I just did, not sexy I did terms. actually fuck you know, somebody new during this time but it's a relationship and did you yeah yeah but it's a person who knew me and so what led up to us actually being physically near yeah. each other was both of us being quarantined I mean there was a whole palaver towards us being yeah. physically near each other yeah. and um because both of us yeah. were vulnerable so there was this whole thing that we went through where we isolated and I mean it was it was a palaver yeah. um and and it's only happened twice because of that because other mm. things in life made it impossible you know there's been lockdowns there's been um tears where we wouldn't cross tears i mean so it, yeah. there are ways to do it but there are responsible ways to do it but those ways mean that you know you're not likely to do it very often and i wouldn't have done it with somebody new 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 in the yeah. sense of somebody yeah. who i could not trust yeah right just... i wouldn't have gone and met somebody i mean i have met people i did meet people just before lockdown mm. started and um they went nowhere because yeah. I didn't have enough time to get to know them to feel mm. for anybody that uh, is in my life to feel comfortable mm. with me seeing them. So it was like, yeah, no. Okay. Um, Do you think you're going to keep wearing, I, I might bring the mask into the bedroom though, because I'll tell you something. I look, I look all right in mine. <laughs> we have loads of masks. And I, I'm sorry, but I let you do. Remember, we have loads of masks no and ball gags and shit like that. So to us, it's not very, it's like, oh, well, this mask doesn't have any holes in it. <laughs> I completely got masked fished the other day by the Greek Prime Minister of all people. <laughs> I was looking at pictures of the Greek prime minister because he's all there in his mask having his injection done. And I was like, oh, hello. And then I saw actual pictures of him without his mask. And I was like, you are joking me. That's a horrible thing to say, Miranda. I know. I'm so sorry. But if the Greek prime minister does want to get in contact with me with his mask on. (laughs) Only with his mask on. Only with his mask on. Now I know he's been vaccinated so I can catch that dick. Actually, I had somebody oh. approach me because they've been ma- vaccinated. This was no. hysterical. This was hysterical. So I got it. I did get an email from somebody who had been vaccinated who approached me. Yeah. Um, okay. Lots of times people approach me without reading profiles that I have, which quite clearly say, don't approach me, approach the owners. Because if you approach me, all I'm going to do is refer you and you're going to start off on a bad foot. Yeah. Saying, can't you read? The first thing the two of them say is, do you not know how to read? <laughs> but I found it really interesting that, that, that the selling point was I've been vaccinated. Yeah. And I'm like, you've been vaccinated once. Oh, yeah. And I read the shit, right? You've been vaccinated once. You need to be vaccinated twice and have it, and it's still not 100%. You can still and, transfer it. Right, and I, so it's not 100%. The vaccine is not the be-all and end-all. What it does is the same thing as a flu vaccine. Think of it this way. I mean, I don't know if either of you have ever gotten flu during flu season after you've been vaccinated. I have. 
Why? Because I went to America and it was a different strain in America than uh, what we were vaccinated for here. So I caught the American flu, which was lots of fun too. No. Mm. Um, I'm really, I'm really vulnerable. So I'm going to be really fucking careful. Oh, uh, do, do you think some people in the way um, when AIDS pandemic was just, was, you know, first hitting really, and they were kind of like the bareback clubs and, and some people were, were going there for that. Do you think that's yes. going to happen, the equivalent? Yes, absolutely. I think there are going to be people who are going to take the same risks that bareback, barebackers take. It, the, the thing, the thing is, for me, one of the things that I teach, and it's one of the, my biggest things, is because I don't think anybody teaches people how to risk assess at, when it comes to relationships and sex. Yeah. And I spend a lot of time. I mean, my my new book just came out, and that's part of the new book where I'm talking because my new book is skills. It's essential life skills for um, gaslighting and trauma survivors. And one section, it, two sections actually, are risk assessing in relationships because people often don't do it. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think. You know, I think that's, it's the same kind of thing. Like barebackers, if you're a barebacker, but you're assessing the risk and you can actually explain to me what the risk to you is and what the risk to others is, then I'm like, okay, I may not agree with doing that, but it's your body, it's your choice. Mm. And you're- It's the others part of it. Right. And you're getting consent from the other person and it's their Mm. choice. But in this case, a lot of the risks, a lot of people who are taking risks aren't getting consent from anyone else. So anti-maskers don't get consent from the people that they're coming into contact with. Yeah. Yeah. So that's not okay. And even if you're single, you can say, oh, well, I'm single bullshit you still have to talk to you you might have to talk to your postman the people around you when you're walking in on the street you don't yeah. go straight from a box in your house to the club you yeah. you know you yeah. get petrol you buy things you yeah. are putting everyone else at risk it's not yeah and your body it is the 20 people around you whereas barebacking you're only putting the person you yeah. fuck at risk yes. and any person that you fuck at risk because because barebacking is about it, it's transmissible only yeah. with bodily fluids yeah. most, or contact, bodily contact. But whoever they fucking and whoever they fucking right. and whoever they fuck. Yeah. But at least, um, but at least that, that requires contact. This just requires breathing. Yeah. yeah oh, I mean, it's just, I, it's, this is still blowing my mind. But let's go back to the good news, which is I do look very good in a mask. Yeah. And I have, and I'm aware that men have been finding me quite attractive. Um, <laughs> have either of you seen any of the um, sex parties on Zoom? No, I have. I've have been invited you? to a Zoom. Se- I've been invited to a Zoom sex party and chosen not to go. Um, first of all, I don't have a space to set up the camera to do it. Second of all, it's one thing to be in a club naked and be totally into what you're doing, and it's another thing to be on camera naked. Two different things. Yeah. Not comfortable with the naked on camera thing unless it's certain kinds of naked on camera. Like I wouldn't mind doing a scene. Mm, on camera yeah. that wouldn't bother me i mean you, you know i could easily see me doing this mind you i'm never i'm usually not totally naked in a scene where there's other people around but i wouldn't mind doing a scene on camera because the focus isn't on isn't on the body parts so much i mean it's it's got a dynamic movement to it so i don't feel i'm not worried about my attractiveness in the same way as i am when you're fucking nobody looks good fucking by the way did you know no. that see <laughs> uh, who does the greek <laughs> prime minister <laughs> If he keeps his mask on. If he keeps his mask on. But I mean, oh. you know, the faces that we make, the, the oh. I mean, you know, just not by the way that we normally judge looking good. I mean, if mm. you look at pornography, you, you know that like so much of it is fake. 
and it's it's acting. And so that's why people can they get in these interesting positions that make them look better. Let's be clear about this. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the ass looks better because of the camera angle and all of that. Yeah, no. So, Lighting. Yeah, the sex party thing for me was like, yeah, I don't think so. But also because um, I didn't like the idea that you could, it, it was harder to screen, mm. you know, it was harder to keep. <laughs> and people could be recording it. People yeah, could be, well, they, that's the thing. You know, it's it, you don't know where it's going to end up. And also, like, as a ex-sex worker, I also think if I'm going to stand on camera naked, I want to get the money. Hey, pay me. Right. Pay me. Fuck you. Pay me. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I, look, I haven't been a sex worker and I still have the same thought. Yeah, yeah. It's like, no, no. You two are such romantics. It's so, <laughs> it's so, it's so, oh, I lost you there. It's so beautiful talking to you both. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> no, I have the same attitude though, because I, because unless I'm having sex, with people that I know, in which case we're not doing it on Zoom. I mean, you know, yeah. we've got a group of it's like there's the waiting list for the party that's going to happen after all of this when we can finally fly between countries. Because for <laughs> us, that's a big deal. Yeah. Some of my people are in America and I miss them and they miss us. And it's like and and that's not going to happen until we can comfortably fly between countries. Yeah. And, you know, we, we're it, what's interesting is, is normally we would go to events um, so we go to leather events and we go to BDSM events and we present at events, but we also go to see friends and family and have a good time. Um, family as in leather family, um, not as in biological, but, you know, and have a good time. <laughs> and but what's interesting in talking to my people is, is that none of us are looking forward to going back to an event. We're all like, you know what? We just want to see each other. We just want oh. a group of us together. Fuck the event. Fuck all the strangers who are watching and learning from us and all that. Fuck that, right? We want to see each other. Can't wait, can we go and see each other? So that's also interesting. Mm. Mary, what's happened about um, club indulgence and like dating oh, we, events? Yeah, we've just we've just put everything. We've just cancelled everything, and and that was something that's interesting about this. Uh, San Fran was it San Francisco the swingers party? No, it was uh, uh, New Orleans. Uh, New, Orleans. New Orleans. Sorry. Um, it was because I've lost out on deposits. Like we had a big event lined up yes. and I've lost out on deposits, but I'm taking the hit. Well, I, I had the same thing. We yeah. had we had invited somebody to come over and actually the clients have taken the hit. They've been great because yeah. they know that once we were up and running, we invited Midori to come to the UK oh, to teach. Wow. And yeah. um, and so I had deposits from pe I had people who paid, but then I paid the hotel. And, yeah. um, you know, people have been really great about this. Um, we didn't lose our deposit when everything's up and running. We, we can pick up where we left off. Yeah. And, and the people who paid the few people who paid have been great about it. Cause I haven't had the money to refund them. It's yeah. like, I don't have the money to refund you right now. And they've been great about it. Cause they'll come to something. Either they'll decide to wait until this happens or a couple of people have said, well, I want to come to this thing you're having. Do I have to pay? And I'm like, yeah. no, I can take it off what you paid me already. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, there's loads of events. There's loads of people who've done that who've had to take the hit because yeah. we want to be responsible. Yeah, exactly. And you put you there's stuff that there's money you put into marketing which you won't be able to get back. You never get back. You've been no. able to get some deposits back and done the same as you, as in postpone people. So we yep. still know we can do the events, but you know we just don't know when. But it's like you have to take it on the chin. You just have to. That's what business is like. You can't just go. Let's just do an event. You know, 
because the building's on fire. You you have to say there's a line and yeah, you know, it's taught me a lot about getting insurance as well. <laughs> <laughs> but mind you, a lot of insurances you couldn't get anyway. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, I mean that's the other part of it. Um, you know, getting insurance for events that have anything to do with sex is always interesting. There mm-hmm. is insurance that you can get more of it in the US, but less of it in the UK. There is insurance you can get, but getting insurance anything around COVID has been like yeah, yeah. ridiculous. Doctor, can I ask a question, please? Yes, ma'am. What if I've forgotten how to kiss? <laughs> um, uh, it, it's kind of like a bicycle, right? Yeah. It'll come back to you pretty quickly. Are you sure? You I, am, I am sure. I mean, people are really, you know, you, you said it in, a, in an amusing way, but actually this is something people are really worried about. They're worried about if they've forgotten their physical skills, if they've forgotten oh. how to kiss, if they've forgotten how to have sex in any way, if they've forgotten how to make love, they don't remember what fits into what slot. They're really worried about it. And it's like, it's the same, it's the same as a sport that you've done. You'll be rusty, but it'll come back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of like muscle memory, I guess. Yeah. It's, um, so did you, did either of you read the, um, the Rolling Stone feature about Zoom and the sex parties? No. Hey. Oh, I've got to go read it now. Yeah, go read it. I mean, I know it's not funny, but I mean, and I know, you know, the horrors that have happened because of COVID, but if there's any amusement there, it is kind of, it's fucking awful. I just just think about it. I'm like, um, I just, like, first of all, yeah, where, where do you have cameras and beds? I mean, I'm just trying to think about the logistics, right? I am. I'm 50, almost 58 years old. In March, I'll be 58 years old. I don't do up against a wall because my body doesn't do that. You know, I can barely be on my knees for, for five minutes before my body's like, fuck you, fuck you. Yeah. Change position, Two right? Things. So how do you do that? I guess you have Two to do things. Your what, what day is your birthday, March? 16th. Oh, I'm March 4th. Ah! I thought we might have the same birthday. Um, and the second thing I was going to say, my, my poor brain's conflating. So I was thinking in my head that the, the Rolling Stone thing is about sex parties, but my head was thinking the funny thing is people being caught in terms of like a work Zoom call or something like that, having sex. That, that kind of shit is making me laugh. And I don't know why, because it's awful. But I'm, that sure kind people, of shit I'm, sure lives, I'm sure lives have been ruined. <laughs> but, but that kind of shit funny. happens all the time. I mean, I'll tell you what, talk to people in the BDSM community about the interesting things this has allowed people to tell other people to do. <laughs> a whole world has opened but up. Because because they're not going to tell somebody to give somebody head during a during a during a work situation because you'd have to be in the office and everybody would be able to see you. Yeah. But now it's like, okay, sit at your computer half naked. You know, or, oh my you know, God, like this that. is so mad. Oh my um, God. So we're putting one of the, oh, I mean, I did a whole feature on, um, on uh, remote controlled vibes because there are tons of them. And I yeah. do, I mean, I do, a, I do a class where I've got a ton of them and I show them each of them and talk about their wonderful things or the not so wonderful things, but like, it's very popular right now for um, dominance to have submissives have vibes in during all sorts of meetings. I'm like, they're not that silent guys. (laughs) 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 You know, like, first of all, I couldn't concentrate anyway. So it'd be a violation for my my clients (laughs) because there would be no way I would be able to concentrate. Second of all, they're not quiet enough. That's not quiet enough. (laughs) That's so (laughs) funny. Um, Oh, I, I guess there are other, what other platforms are there? This is how tired I am. Like, I don't know, but well, I just, things- I'm, I just have to say, I'm so sorry guys. Cause I've got to, I've definitely got to go at quarter to quarter. To All quarter. right. Okay. So, um, so 
we will um, we will look at ending this. So first, before you guys go, I definitely want people again to hear where they can find you. I will be putting the the whole thing is in the intro, but also it will be in the podcast notes so people can see your podcast. But tell everybody where they can find you. Uh, you can find good sex bad sex i'm uh miranda kane and uh which is miri underscore kane on twitter and instagram miranda kane on instagram you can find good sex bad sex uh at apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcast spotify and everything and we're on twitter good sex bad sex uh, just Google good sex, bad sex. I think yeah, and, and, and don't forget, don't forget, they need to, they need to listen to your book. Oh, they yes. Need to, oh, they need yeah. to listen to your book. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. same way on Audible. Oh, did you, have you, have you cracked it open? Oh, yeah, I love yeah. it. I absolutely love it. So, it, I mean, definitely, you know, if you got, you guys need some smiles and some laughter, this is definitely a way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and if you don't want smiles and laughter, read my work. <laughs> Because yours is serious. <laughs> my shit life. My, as my friend Gemma said, well done having a life so bad you made money out of it. So, <laughs> no. But I'm, I'm BB Lynch on, on Twitter and mm. BB Lynch on Insta. And Good Sex, Bad Sex is Good Sex, Bad Sex with three X's on, on Twitter and just the normal spelling on, um, on Insta. Yeah. And I'm got- audible. Slaving away is the... Yes. Um- yep. And it's brilliant. You guys are so great. Thank you oh. so much for uh, joining me for this. Thank, Thank you. you. And I hope we see you. I hope we actually yes. get to see you rather than this bloody Zoom. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, you know, when the world opens up, they're going to give me two vaccinations and I'm going to stay in three weeks and I'll still wear a mask for a lot of things. Oh, I wish you would. I do too. <laughs> I know, do I have? I have, a, I have a leather mask. Oh, oh. Get off. Get off my line. Get off oh, my phone. I have a red leather mask with, with D-rings on it. Wow. Don't. My Greek boyfriend is going to be so jealous. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. So, yes. Thank you so much, Laurie. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Thanks, Laurie. Love to see you. Take care, lovely. Take care. Bye, Laurie. Bye, Laurie. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining me for the A to Z of sex this week. The letter was Z, and we did Zoom sex and relationships I hope that you will have a brilliant week. Be safe. If you've got questions or comments or you want a topic or you have a guest you want, do write me at Beth at drlauriebethbisbee.com. Head to my website, drlauriebethbisbee.com, in order to find out more about what I am doing and what is going on. You can uh, sign up to be on the mailing list. There's also a calendar which will tell you the events that are going on. And the next event that's upcoming on the 30th, which is Saturday, is my book launch party for Dancing the Edge to Reclaiming Your Reality, Essential Life Skills for Gaslighting and Trauma Survivors. This is the companion book to my memoir, which was released earlier in the year. It's a self-help book. It's got loads of exercises in it and good information about the life skills that you need to get on after you have experienced gaslighting and or trauma. The launch party is going to be a lot of fun. It'll start at 12 noon Pacific, 8 p.m. UK, and it'll go until very late, 4 a.m. UK. Um, And we will be having some games, a reading or two, and some of the exercises I'll lead you through from the book. Um, It's a grand time. You can drop in and drop out whenever you want. If you want to come to the party, head over to 
a to z of sex.co forward slash launch party. And that will get you a registration. And then you'll be sent the link once you've registered. Um, it should be great fun. There are not unlimited spots left. So if you really want to do this, you should head over to a to z of sex.co forward slash launch party. Have a wonderful week, and I'll see you all next week when we start the alphabet again with the letter A. We hope you learned something today, but if you have more questions, go ahead and email them to Lori Beth at drlorybethbisbee.com. Then be here next Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of the A to Z of Sex with Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee on Voice America Health and Wellness. See you next week.